and Fernando. So I usually say I'm a recovered alcoholic, but I forget. Or uh, I'm a grateful recovering alcoholic and very grateful to be here. Thank you guys so much for uh, helping me stay sober by uh, allowing me to, to participate in your recovery, man. <clears throat> We're going to be going through the AA Big Book, so everybody, you got one? Yeah. All right, we're going to be starting from page 24 in the reading. I'll read a paragraph, then Rick will eat a paragraph, and then Ray, you'll, you'll, you'll get the third third one. So, okay. And let's go ahead and start with a uh, serenity prayer, please. Okay. God. God. <laughs> grant me the serenity. To accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Amen. Alcohol. All right. All right, let's go ahead and start on top of page 24. The fact is that most alcoholics, for reason yet obscure, have lost the power of choice in drink. Our so-called willpower becomes practically non-existent. We are unable at certain times to bring into our consciousness with sufficient force the memory of the suffering and humiliation of even a week or a month ago. We are without defense against the first drink. The almost certain consequences follow up uh, even a glass of beer not part of the mind to us. If these thoughts occur, they are easy, rapidly supplied with no great better idea that this time we should handle ourselves like other people. There's a complete bear in this kind of defense that he's going from putting his hand on the hot stove. Let's hear that. Alright, on next? Yeah. Yeah. The alcoholic may think to himself in the most casual way. It won't burn time. So here's how. Or perhaps he doesn't think at all. How often have some of us begun to think in this non challenging way? And after the third or fourth pounded on the bar and said to ourselves, for God's sake, how did I ever get started it? Only to have that thought, some planted by, well, I'll start with the city or what's the use anyhow. When this sort of thinking is fully established in alcoholic, with individual alcoholic tendencies, he has probably placed himself beyond human aid and unless locked up may die or go permanently insane. These stark and ugly facts have been confirmed by legions of alcoholics throughout history, but for the grace of God, there would have been thousands more convincing demonstrations. So many want, want to stop, but cannot. There is a solution. Almost all of us like the self-searching and living of our pride and the confessions of our shortcomings in a process which requires for a successful consummation. Uh, but we, but it really worked in others, so we had to come to believe in the hopelessness and fertility of life in which we've been living it. Therefore, when we were approached by those whom the problem had been solved, there was nothing left for us to do but pick up a simple kit of spiritual tools, lay our feet. We have found much of heaven been rocketed into a fourth dimension of existence, which we have not even dreamed. The great fact is just this, and nothing less, that we had had deep and effective spiritual experiences which have revolutionized our whole attitude towards life, towards our fellows, and towards God's universe. The central fact of our lives today is the absolute certainty that our Creator has entered into our hearts and lives in a way which is indeed miraculous. 
He has commenced to accomplish those things for us which we could never do by ourselves. If, if, if you are as seriously an alcoholic mm -hmm. as we were, we believe there is no middle of the road solution. We were in a position where life was becoming impossible, and if we had passed into the region from which there is no return to aid, we had but two alternatives. One was to go on to the bitter end and blotting out the consciousness of our inner intolerable situation as best as we could, and the other to accept spiritual help. We go to the next page. This, this we did because we honestly wanted to and were willing to make the effort. All right. I'll, I'll see if I can stay in line, okay, guys? <laughs> uh, page okay. Six, 62. Page 62. Selfishness. Go, I'll start reading. Selfishness, self-centeredness, that we think is the root of our troubles. Driven by a hundred forms of fear, self-delusion, self-seeking, and self-pity. We step on the toes of our fellows, and they retaliate. Sometimes they hurt us seemingly without provocation. But we invariably find that at some time in the past, we have made decisions based on self, which later places in a position to be hurt. So the trou our troubles we think are basically our own meaning. They arise from an alcoholic's extreme example of self-will run right. Though he usually doesn't think so, above everything, an alcoholic must be rid of his self-will. We must, or it kills us. God makes that possible. There's office, and our office seems to be no way of entirely getting rid of self without his aid. Many of us had moral, physiological convictions galore, but we had to live up, but we could not live up to them. Though we would have liked to, neither nor we could reduce our self-centeredness by make or by wishing or trying on our own willpower. We had to have God's help. That's you know. This is how and why of it. First of all, we had to quit playing God. It didn't work. Next, we decided. Next, we decided that hereafter, just drama alive. God was going to be our director. He is the principal. We are his his agents. agents. He is the father and we are his children. Most good ideas are simple and this concept was the keystone of the new and triumphant art through which we pass to freedom. Page 63. When we sincerely took such a position, all sorts of remarkable things followed. We had a new employer, being all-powerful, he provided what we needed. If we kept close to him and performed his work well. Established on such a footing, we became less and less interested in ourselves, our little plans and designs. More and more, we became interested in seeing what we could contribute to life as we felt new power flow in, as we enjoyed peace of mind, as we discovered we could face life successfully, as we became conscious of his presence, we began to lose our fear of today, tomorrow, or the hereafter. We were reborn. We are now in step three. Many of us said to our maker that we, as we understand him, God, I always myself to thee, build with me and do with thee as thou wilt. 
believe me, the body himself, so I may better do that. I will take away my difficulties and victory over them. May I bear witness to those whom I have helped of thy power, thy love, thy way of life. May I do thy will always. We thought well before taking the step, making sure we were ready to, to alas, abandon ourselves utterly to them. Amen. Page 76, Ray. Ray 70, okay. When it, where it says, when ready. When ready. Okay. When, when ready, we say something like this. My creator, I am now willing that you should have all of me, good and bad. I pray that you now remove from me every single defect of character, which stands in the way of my usefulness to you and my fellows. Grant me the strength as I go out here to do your bidding. Amen. We have then completed step seven. Turn to page 86, please. And we'll start on, on awakening. Page 86, on awakening, let us think about the 24 hours ahead. We consider our plans for the day. Before we begin, we ask God to direct our thinking, especially asking that it be divorced from self-pity, dishonest, or self-seeking motives. Under these conditions, we can employ our mental faculties with assurance, for after all, God gave us brains to use. Our thought life will be placed on a much higher plane when our thinking is clear of wrong motives. Can think about our day, we face the decision we may not be able to determine which course to take. Here's what we ask for God for inspiration, food of thought, or decision. We relax and take it we don't struggle. We are often surprised how right the answers come after we try this for a while. What used to be the hunch and occasional uh, inspiration gradually becomes part of, part of the mind. Uh, being inexperienced and having just made a conscious contact with God, we are not probable that we are going to be inspired at all times. We might pay for the presumption of all sorts of obscure actions and uh, ideas. Nevertheless, we find our thinking will become, as time passes, more and more on the plane of inspiration we come to rely upon. <clears throat> we usually conclude the period of meditation with with a prayer that we be shown all through the day what our next step is to be, that we be giving whatever we need to take care of such problems. We ask especially for freedom from self-will and careful to make no requests for ourselves. We may ask ourselves, however, if others will be helped. We are careful never to pray for our own selfish ends. Many of us have wasted a lot of time doing that, and it doesn't work. We easily see why. If circumstances warrant, we ask our wives or friends to join us in those morning meditation. If we belong to a religious denomination which requires a definite morning devotion, we attend to that also. If not members of religious bodies, we sometimes select and memorize a few set prayers which emphasize the principles we have been discussing. There are many helpful books also. Suggestions about these may be obtained from one's priest, minister, or rabbi. Be quick to see where religious people are right. Make use of what they offer. As we go through the day, we pause with agitation or doubt, but we ask for the right, right decision or the right action. Or doubtful, we ask for the right thought or action. As we consider, we constantly remind ourselves we're no longer running the show. Public safety or so, many times we say, 
that I will be done. Yeah, I'm just gonna order it now. We are in like, you know what? much Fuck less it. danger of excitement, fear, anger, worry, self pity, or foolish decisions. We become more and more efficient. We do not struggle. We do not tire so easily. We are not burning up energy foolishly as we did when we were trying to bring our lives to ourselves. It really worked. I turn to page 416, way to the back, Ray. And, 416? Uh-huh. And then at the bottom it says, it helped me a great deal, page 416. 416. Awesome. Well, halfway down. It helped me a great deal. All right. It helped me a great deal to become convinced that alcohol was just not anymore. That I had been drinking as a result of a composition even though I had not been aware of the composing at the time and that sobriety was not was not a matter of real The people of AA had something that looked much better than what I had, but I was afraid to let go of what I had in order to try something new. There was a certain sense of security in the familiar. At last, acceptance proved to be the key to my drinking problem. After I've been around AA for seven months, tapering off alcohol and pills, now finding the program working very well, I was finally able to say, Okay, God, it is true that I, of all people, as strange as it may seem, and even though I didn't give my permission, really, really am an alcoholic of sorts. And it, it's all right with me. Now what am I going to do about it? When I stopped living in the problem and began living in the answer, the problem went away. From that moment on, I have not had a single compulsion to drink. And except for this answer, all my problems today, I am disturbed because I find some person, place, thing, or situation in the fact of my life unacceptable to me. I can find no serenity until I accept that person, place, thing, situation as being exactly the way it's supposed to be at the moment. Nothing, absolutely nothing happens in God's world by mistake until I accept my world as my identity sober. Unless I accept my life completely on life's terms, I cannot be happy. I need to concentrate not so much on what needs to be changed in the world, but what needs to be changed in me and my attitude. Shakespeare says, all the world stays, all men and women, early players. I forgot to mention that I was the chief critic. I was always able to see the flaw in every person, every situation, and I was glad to point it out because I knew you were you wanted perfection just as I did. AA and acceptance have taught me that there is a bit of good in the worst of us and a bit of bad in the best of us, that we are all children of God and we each have a right to be here. When I complain about me or or about you, I complain about God's handy work. I'm saying that I know better than God. For years, I was sure the worst thing that could happen to a nice guy like me would turn out to be, I would turn out to be an alcoholic. Today, I find it's the best thing that has ever happened to me. This proves I don't know what's good for me, and if I don't know what's good for me, then I don't know what's good or bad for you or for anyone. So I'm better off if I don't give advice, don't figure I know what's best, and just accept life on life's terms as it is today, especially in my own life, as it actually is. Before AA, I judged by my uh, I judged myself by my intentions, while the world was watching me, judging me by my actions. Acceptance has been the answer to my marital problems. It is through AA that has given me a new pair of glasses. Max and I have been married now for thirty-five years prior to our marriage. 
the shy scrawny adolescent. I was able to see things of her that I definitely that others couldn't necessarily see. Things like beauty, charm, gaiety, and get free to be in the top two, a sense of humor, and many other fine qualities. It was as if I had, rather than my stuff that turns everything to gold, a magnifying mind that magnifies whatever is on. Over the years, I thought about Matthew and her good qualities grew and grew, and we married, and all these fine qualities became more and more apparent to me, and we were happier and happier. But then as I drank, oh, I'm sorry. That's you. But, but then as I drank more and more, the alcohol seemed to affect my vision. Instead of continuing to see what was good about my wife, I began to see her defects. And the more I focused my mind on her defects, the more they grew multiplied. Every defect I pointed out to her became greater and greater. Each time I told her she was, was, was a nothing, she receded a little more into no now where I the more I drink the more she wrote then one day in AA I was told that I had the lenses and my glasses backwards the courage to change in my serenity prayer meant not that I should change my marriage but rather that I should change myself and learn to accept my spouse as she was AA has given me a new pair of glasses I can again focus my, on my wife's good qualities and watch them grow grow and grow I do same thing with all AA meetings. The more I put up on my arms, the late starts, long drug logs, cigarette smoke, and the other, and the worst meeting becomes. But when I try to see what I can add to the meeting rather than what I can get out of it, and then the, <clears throat> what I can get out of it, I focus my mind on what's good about it rather than what's wrong with it. <clears throat> the meeting gets better and better and better. When I focus on what's good today, I have a good day. When I focus on what's bad, I have a bad day. When I focus on the problem, the problem increases. When I focus on the answer, the answer increases. Page 420, please. Perhaps the best thing of all. Perhaps the best thing of all for me is to remember that my serenity is, is inversely proportional to my expectations. The higher my expectations of Max and other people are, the lower is my serenity. I can watch my serenity level rise when I discard my expectations. But then my rights try to move in, and and they too can force my serenity level down. Uh, I have to discard my rights as well as my expectations by asking myself, how, how important is it? Really? How important is compared to my serenity, my emotional sobriety, and when I place more value on my serenity and sobriety and on anything else, I can maintain them at a higher level, at least for the time being. Acceptance is the key to my relationship with God today. I never just sit and do nothing while waiting for Him to tell me what to do. Rather, I do whatever is in front of me to be done, and I leave the results up to Him. However, it turns out, that's God's will for me. I must keep my magic magnifying mind on my acceptance and off my expectations. For my serenity is directly proportional to my level of acceptance. When I remember this, I can see I never had it so good. Thank God for AA. Turn to page 552, please. 552. He's... He said, in effect, 
five, yeah, five, five, yeah. two. I think that's yes. you. That's you, Rick. Oh, here we go. My hand was already on. <laughs> he said, "If you have resentments that you wish to be free of, uh, you pray for that person or thing that you resent, you will be free. If you will ask for the prayer, of everything you want for yourself will be given to them. You will be free. Ask for their health, their prosperity, their happiness, and you will be free. Even though you really don't want it for them, and your prayers are only words, and you don't mean it." Go ahead and do it anyways. Do it every day. You will find something you want it for them. You will realize there is, you used to feel bitterness, resentment, and hatred. You now feel compassion, understanding, and love. It worked for me then, and it has worked for It worked for me then, and it has worked for me many times since. And it will work for me every time I'm willing to work it. So every time I have to ask first for the willingness, but it too always comes. And because it works for me, it will work for all of us. As another great man says, the only real freedom a human being can ever know is doing what he ought to do because he wants to do it. This great experience that released me from the bondage of hatred and replaced it with love is really just another affirmation of the truth I know. I get everything I need in Alcoholic Anonymous and everything I need I get. And when I get what I need, I invariably find that it was just what I wanted all the time. Page 100, please. Both you and the new man. 100. Page 100. Both you and the new man must walk day by day in a path of spiritual progress. If you persist remarkable things will happen when I look when we look back, we realize that our things that which came to us when we put ourselves in God's hands were much better than anything that we could ever Follow the decadence of a higher power, and you will presently live in a new, wonderful world, no matter what your certain present circumstances are. Amen. Page 83, please. If we are painstaking about the promises, page 83. At the bottom. Very bottom. If we are painstaking. If we were painstaking about the stage of our development, we will be amazed before we are halfway through. We are going to know a new freedom and a new happiness. We will not regret the past nor wish to shut the door on it. We will we will comprehend the word serenity and we will know the peace. We will know peace. No matter how far down the scale we have gone, we will see how our experience can benefit others. That feeling of uselessness and self pity will disappear. We will lose interest in self esteem and gain interest in our in our fellows. Self seeking will sweep away. Our whole attitude and outlook upon life will change. Fear of people and of economic insecurity will leave us. We will we will and know how to handle situations which used to baffle us. We will suddenly realize that God is doing for us what we could not do for ourselves. At our least extravagant practices, we, we think not. They are being built among us. Sometimes quickly, sometimes slowly. They will always materialize if, if we work for them. Amen. 
Page 85, please. 85. It is easy to let up on the spiritual program of action and rest on our laurels. We're headed for trouble if we do, for alcohol is a subtle foe. We are not cure of all alcoholism. What we really have is a daily reprieve contingent on the maintenance of our spiritual condition. Every day is a day that we must carry the vision of God's will into all our activities. How can I best serve thee? Thy will, not mine, be done. These are thoughts which must go with us constantly. We can exercise our willpower along this line. All we wish it is the proper use of the will. Much has already been said about receiving strength, inspiration, direction from Him who has all knowledge and power. We are careful to follow His direction and become a sense of flow of His Spirit into us. We become, to some extent, a God conscious and begin to develop a vital success for us, but we must go further. This means more action. Page 43, Ray, all the way at the bottom. That's our last reading. Page 43. 43. Okay. Once, once more. Oh, we got once more, the alcoholic at certain times has no effective mental against the first drink, except in a few rare cases, neither he nor any other human being can provide such a defense. His defense must come from a higher power. DN. <laughs> beautiful, 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 wonderful. <laughs> It took us 24 minutes to get through that. Uh, that's pretty good for first time, huh? Yeah. You know, and, and uh, what, again tomorrow? yeah. What, what stood out for you, Ray? What stood out for you? Which one? Which... Um, the first part when when uh, when he was when he was talking about uh uh he said uh, like he kept drinking. This is what I get. Like he kept drinking, and um, I how you say it? Uh, uh, I don't know how to say it. So go ahead and underline it, and then write down your thoughts, and then you can tell us tomorrow, and you can uh, we can we can we can read that paragraph and isolate it. Okay. Yeah. All right, let's go ahead and close now. We go get some lunch or something. Thank you guys for coming in. It was great right, to meeting you, you, Ray. We'll see you, we'll see you tomorrow. Yeah, we'll no problem. All right, see you tomorrow, guys. Take care. Okay. Bye-bye. Thanks, Ray. Yep. How do you leave? Oh. Hi, Bernadette. Hi. Applause flying away. What's going on? Your umbrella in the backyard is hot. Flying away. Oh, like a, a, a balloon. Okay, uh, thank you. Yeah, it fell down. Oh, no. My umbrella. Uh, Anna's going to not like that. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> All right, thank you. Uh, you're welcome. Bye. Bye. My umbrella fell down. You know, whatever the obstacle is, you don't have a yard, you don't know where there's any safe green spaces to go you can still go outside and that's why i wrote the book the earth prescription and it's a seasonal book and it goes through the entire year and suggests hundreds of activities to do outside to give you something to focus on for those 15 minutes while your body is docked into this beautiful global electrical circuit and put into a healing state so i hope that deeper explanation was really hey
Oh, I wanted I wanted to see you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you very much. Appreciate. You're welcome for that, though. Bye, neighbor. Bye. Bye.